welcome in to the Can You Fantasy Football Podcast, Thursday, October 20th. Nick and Al here, our beloved leader, Cody, abandoned us. Um, he's unable to make the call tonight, so you'll have to deal with Al and I uh, for the time being. Al, how's it going? Oh, another day. You know, welcome, everybody. Uh, it's been a while. Um, we, we apologize for the, the delay. Um, you know, life happens. We've uh, all been busy. I'm in the process of going back to school. Um, I've been testing the last two weeks. I know Nick, you're in the process of, uh, you've been moving into a new apartment, uh, busy with that new job. And Cody has been, uh, up North quite a bit. So, uh, we've been trying to get on, but we just can't find a time in our schedules to, uh, all get together. And tonight, Cody, again, up North and Nick and I decided that, Hey, we got, uh, we got an hour that we have some time to kill and we want to get on and, and uh, talk for you all. And and to be fair to Cody, I mean, I like to give him grief, but he does have two small children. So obviously uh, that takes up a lot more time than, than anything I've got going on. So Cody, we miss you, but I'm telling you for the 45 minutes to an hour that L and I spent on tonight, we're, we're going to rip on you quite a bit. And since I didn't lose any bets to you, I don't have to give you three compliments or four compliments or whatever, whatever crap that was. So. That, that is don't, one thing you got going for yourself, yeah, Nick. <laughs> yeah. So don't, don't expect to hear those tonight, Cody. We're going to rip on you all night long. Al thirsty Thursday. I, I see you're not, you don't, you don't have a beer though. Nope. Nope. No beer. Well, actually I just got back from the brewery with uh meeting with a good buddy, Mr. Uh, Dr. Jordan Paratello. Uh, we had a couple beers there and uh, talked a little bit of football, watched the first half of the, Arizona, New Orleans game that is going on right now. And uh, yeah, be ready to go tomorrow. Yeah. Strange game going on. Andy Dalton was looking great. And then all of a sudden Andy Dalton threw a couple of picks, Arizona, Two Arizona pick sixes. Yeah. Arizona scored, scored out both of them. So I know I speak for Al here, probably speak for a lot of uh, fantasy managers out there. We're hoping that Kyler Murray can uh, put some points on the board here. Uh, he hasn't done a whole lot yet. He hasn't had to. So fingers crossed on Murray. Uh, we'll see how it goes. Currently 28 to 17 in favor of the Cardinals. So not as bad as, uh, as the last couple Thursday night games, though, Al. Oh, my goodness. At least we got touchdowns. Exactly. We, we got more defensive touchdowns than they had total touchdowns. Hey, I will say this. It is, it is really good to see DeAndre Hopkins back. It, it really is. I, it, I love it? watching DeAndre Hopkins play. You know, it's crazy. I, I I was looking the other day and it just seems like DeAndre Hopkins has been around forever. I mean, he has what it's got to be his eighth or ninth year, but he's only 30 years old. Like I, I'm old. I, he's my age for God's sakes. You like, know, I'm, and I'm not aging you at all, Nick, because that when you say it like that, you, you think, you know, everybody, Oh, DeAndre Hopkins, he's old. He's, he's out of it. And I'm thinking, He's your age. You, he graduated the same time you did from high school. Yeah. He's not, he's not even close to old. He's in his prime. Oh, I, well, I know. And, uh, you know, steroids and, a, and an eight game break. He's, he looks nice and fresh. So I think it was more than eight games. How many games did he miss last year at the end? No, I think it'd be yeah, a couple. I think he missed two and then he missed six this year. So I think, I think it was a, a total of an eight game, eight game suspension split uh, between the end of last year and the beginning of this year. 
for for PEDs. I shouldn't say steroids. It, he claims it was a tainted supplement, just like everybody did. Uh, probably shares a trainer with Barry Bonds, but you know, <laughs> yeah, he probably probably does. But I will say this: he has a stat line. He's at uh, eight for about eighty yards right now. So no, he's he's looking good. And just like everybody kind of anticipated, a lot of people drafted him a couple rounds early um, with that six game suspension. And it's right now looking like it's going to uh, pay off. He's actually about six months younger than I am. So yeah, crazy to think, Uh, but he's just been so good for so long that you, you take it for granted. Speaking of, of people coming back, uh, unfortunately we, we missed Tuesday Al, but we have quite the, I, I sent it to you earlier. I hope you got a chance to, to look through that, that novel of an injury list that we have this week. Um, man, luckily it's a, a lot of people returning to practice, but you know, we're talking about the Cardinals. We kind of buried the lead there. Hollywood Brown going out fractured ankle. I mean, that is a killer. I know you and I obviously have them in, in, in our biggest league, but yikes, man fractured ankle they put him on ir he's out at least one month or sorry a minimum of four games since they put him on ir uh right now they're saying anywhere from four to six to possibly even more oof what do you think about that al it's uh it's a it's a bummer because I, i believe on the last podcast we had which was about a week and a half two weeks ago um I, I was actually talking about Hopkins coming back and what I thought that meant for uh, Hollywood Brown. And I honestly thought that he was going to be number two on the depth chart, but number one as, as the fantasy player. I, I really think that if Hollywood's back and Hopkins is there, you know, the, the double coverage is going to go to Hopkins. I think Hollywood's going to be the guy. Well, now we don't get to find out. And depending on what happens with the, with the Cardinals here, they're up in this game. They haven't been up that much all season long you know and if they're at a position where they're it's not likely they're going to miss the playoffs if this is a super serious injury you know is this going to be a situation where hey we're going to let them get healthy we're not playing them the rest of the year we don't know so we may never get to see that opportunity this year but um it is a interesting scenario with him because man he was having a, a great start to the season yeah I I've got him in a couple leagues. Obviously you and I have him in our, in our big league. I, I have him in another league where I've already suffered some injuries and some just lack of production from, from people I drafted. Thanks DJ Moore. Um, so yeah, it's uh that is a, a, a killer, a killer injury. You never like to see it, but uh, that being said, you want to run through that injury report, give everyone a, uh, a look at what's going on. Yeah, absolutely. Let's get through that. And then uh, after that, we can get into some start sits and, and kind of, you know, just get everybody back up to par from where we're at and uh, have a nice drive to work tomorrow. Listening to us talk about what's going on. If any, if everybody hasn't had a chance to, you know, take a look at this week. <laughs> oh, that the five minute drive to work that you have. Not me. I'm saying the listeners. Oh, I was going to say, man, you used to have a long drive to work. Uh, anyways. Yeah. That being, that being said, um, you know, with a heck of an injury report, we'll start with the quarterbacks. Carson Wentz fractured his finger. Uh, right now I've seen a couple different timelines, uh, four to six weeks is one that I put down. Uh, we're, so we're not sure, you know, on that one right now, 
Taylor Heineke is going to start this week. Uh, Russell Wilson and Mac Jones, both limited practices today, Thursday. Uh, so both of them uh, are looking to be questionable heading into the weekend. And Kenny Pickett, Aaron Rodgers, Lamar Jackson, and Dak Prescott all return to full practices on Thursday. Dak Prescott, Al, sounds like he's going to come back this week. What do you think about that? That's 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 some big news there. Well, besides the fact that uh, Cooper Rush has only lost one game as a starter um, in terms of, you know, the NFL, that could be bad news for for the the Cowboys. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, I think everybody's excited uh, to get Dak back. Bayless. Yeah, I think everybody's excited to get uh, Dak back and and see what that, you know, that offense can truly do at full potential. Because, I mean, let's be honest, you know, with Cooper Rush, Zeke, uh, Lamb, Gallup, Schultz, is, is Schultz still hurt? Uh, no, Schultz is uh, practicing in full, but, you know, he was just completely, he had zero catches last week, I believe. He played, no catches, so... Yeah, having Dak back is is gotta be a, a boost to you know Lamb, Gallup, Noah Brown, any of the receivers. Basically, basically everybody there. Yep. You know, it, yep. it's and another thing for all the people that didn't drop Dak and who drafted him early, you know that you know you're gonna get to see what what you got from him, and hopefully he's actually 100 percent and not sitting at. 80 just trying to get back into the into the swing of things. Yeah, that is that is a great point, and and. To Al's point there, uh, if Dak is is sitting on your waiver wire and you have a spot anywhere on your roster, you know, someone that you don't use, you're never going to use, you got an extra defense or something, drop him and go pick up Dak Prescott because we've obviously seen what he could do when he's healthy. I'm not going to I'm not going to come out and say he's, you know, going to jump straight back into top five Dak Prescott, but he's probably better than any other option you have for quarterbacks on your waiver wire. So that's obviously big news that Lamar Jackson news kind of scared me there. Al for a little while. I, I saw that he was struggling with a hip injury, which obviously for a running quarterback like Lamar is, is bad news, but uh, sounds like he's going to be okay. So, so that's good. Uh, this, this, this Russell Wilson thing I really wanted to highlight though. You know, he's struggled all year. You know, he's got that sh- bum shoulder. Now he's now he's got now he's got. Uh, excuse me. Um, now he's got the, the bad hamstring. I mean. What is going on with Russell Wilson, man? He's really aging here. I mean, he's 33 years old, which isn't that old for a quarterback. Um, but when you're a mobile quarterback and you start running into these issues where your legs are your greatest weapon. Like you were just talking about Lamar Jackson. You know what? When you take away your greatest weapon, you lack that, you know, defenses can prep for you differently. You know, they can look at you in a, in a situation where, Hey, we don't have to put a spy on them. We can, we can take that linebacker and put them downfield and, and help in coverage. And it, they really struggle to hit the guy, you know, hit a guy in stride or have that little bit of extra open, open field that they always capitalized on. So to say, uh, before. And, you know, that's one thing about Russell Wilson. I, he is one of the most accurate passers, but if he's got a bum shoulder and something going on with his legs, I mean, what good are you really? And so far this season, I mean, I'm, I'm just looking at season stats right now and he's been the, the 16th overall quarterback so far this year. 
which, I mean, he's a middle of the pack quarterback too. Most people probably drafted him as the, what would you say? Eight to 10 yeah. quarterback. Yeah. You know, I mean, he, I mean, he, he was like a, like a back end or back third. Yeah. So anywhere from the, you know, eight to 12, uh, but a starting quarterback, nonetheless, I'm guessing. So, yeah. And, and so far he, he hasn't been that guy. I mean, he's top 20 points one time in a, in a four, uh, a four point touchdown passing league. And, and it was against Vegas in week four, you know, and, and he probably, yeah, he had a rushing touchdown that week. So it, it's been very hit or miss for him. And, and going forward, I mean, there's guys like Geno Smith out there that I would rather start right now than Russell Wilson. Oh, 100%, 100%. I think we might even get, uh, get into some of that in our start sits later. Um, spoiler alert. I uh, love the Geno Smith point. Uh, moving to running back. So I'll, uh, not as bad news. Uh, JK Dobbins though, knee injury did not practice Thursday after, uh, coming out of the game last week. DeAndre Swift and Saquon Barkley were both limited practice participants uh, Thursday and Jonathan Taylor and Raheem Mostert returned to full participation Thursday. They should both be good to go on Sunday. Yeah. How about that Dobbins issue? I mean, you know, he, he, he had those, what he, he came back, scored a couple touchdowns. Everyone got excited. Cody was, you know, throwing himself a little parade over there. Ooh, JK Dobbins. Uh, give me eight first round picks for him. Yada, yada, yada. I'm Cody man. Sorry, Cody. Anyways. Uh, but yeah, you know, what's going on with Dobbins? I mean, the information has been a little sparse. I think that he was not fully, re you know, recovered and they maybe rushed him back, but uh, things aren't looking good for Dobbins here, at least in the near future couple things with Dobbins that I'm probably going to go on a tangent. So if I, if I start getting too far off, just cut me off. But you know, when you look at Dobbins, like you said, I, he, he had one of the worst injuries you could have as a running back in the NFL. I mean, it's just one of those that some people never come back from and he comes back and puts up one heck of a week. And, and I think it was week three. Um, now, you know, he's taking hits, he's blocking, he's, he's doing, everything they ask him to. And like you said, I don't think he was hundred percent healthy. And when that happens and you're playing at a, at a level like this, when you're trying to block 290 to 350 pound guys that are coming at you that can run a four, four I mean, your, your body's taking a, you know, a bunch of punishment and with him, I mean, I think the talent's there, but you know, when you're not healthy, you, you have to say something and to, get off tangent a little bit you just said Jonathan Taylor uh is back this week Jonathan Taylor was actually he made the call last week that he wasn't going to play he was thinking about okay if I play this week what am I really going to do for the team in five weeks all right he he, he took the week off now Dobbins coming into the week you know he was a little banged up he, you know he was kind of you know I think he had a couple half practices and doing solo drills on the side but you know you have to start thinking about the, the long term here. And I, I think he wants to play so bad because he missed so much time that he, he tries to hop in. And quite frankly, even when he's healthy, I don't trust him as a running back too in my lineups anyway. So last week I actually sat him for, and put in Eno Benjamin. You know, I, I, I used the waiver wire and, and that's what I did. And, and it worked out in my favor, most likely because 
Dobbins got hurt because Kenyon Drake went off for 10 rushes for 120 yards and a touchdown. I mean, nobody's seen that coming, but at the end of the day, I just don't think he's 100% and until he's 100%, I would keep him out of my lineup. And if I was the Ravens, I would be putting him on the bench. Yeah, it's obviously going to be hard to, you know, keep him in your lineups. I personally not practicing on Thursday is usually a big red flag as far as playing on the weekend. So I'm thinking that Dobbins doesn't even play this week, which obviously we saw last weekend, Kenyon Drake over a hundred yards and a touchdown. Uh, you know, we'll see if, if, if that happens again, but rough for the Dobbins owners, obviously I would prepare to, to play without him. I don't think he's going to play this week. All the other injuries looked all right. Uh, I know Barkley was a, a limited participant participant in practice, but they've said all along that they're not worried about his injury. He's going to play. DeAndre Swift, he's been out now. Al, how many get? Was it you know two or three games? I think I think it's been. This is week. Well, they had a bye last week, so I think yeah. it was three weeks, but two games. Okay. And so he he was a limited uh, participant in practice. However, uh, there he's still going to going to go into the weekend with a questionable tag. So if you're planning on playing him, you know make sure you do have alternatives there. Receivers, Al. Moving on to receivers, quite the list we've got here, including some uh, some four four you know decently high fantasy options that did not practice Thursday. Tyler Lockett. Josh Palmer, Hunter Enfro, and Kadarius Tony all were listed as do not practice today, Thursday. Uh, Jamar Chase, Jalen Waddell, Keenan Allen, Rashad Bateman, and Jahan Dotson were all limited at practice on Thursday. Jahan Dotson, Dotson actually aggravated, re-aggravated his hamstring injury. So I think that he he's very iffy for the weekend. And CeeDee Lamb was a full participant in practice today. He's going to be good to go this week. Two names that really stick out to me here, Al. Um, obviously, the, the do not practices aren't good. Tyler Lockett uh, is a decent flex, flex option, but I do not like seeing Jamar Chase, Jalen Waddell, and actually a third, Keenan Allen, on these injury lists. I mean, those are coming into the season all, what, top 15 options or darn close. Absolutely. And I mean, Keenan Allen, I think, you know, I, I was huge on him coming into the season. I think I I'm in, was in eight leagues. I got kicked out of the guillotine league that we were, that uh, we were in, but uh, one, one of the big things is uh, I, I drafted Keenan Allen in like five leagues and he hasn't been present since week one. You know, I think this is a lingering issue where, you know, in, until he's 100% healthy, they might as well keep him right out of the lineup get him back because when he is healthy, he is a, he's a top 12 option. He is a wide receiver one. So, I mean, that one so far isn't surprising, but Jamar chase, I I do not like seeing that, you know, that is, he's a guy that I don't feel like has missed many practices at all since he's been in the league. And, you know, that's one that I would really monitor. I mean, he's a guy that is, a, I mean, he, he's a minimum of his floor is about 10 points. And his ceiling's about 40. So, I mean, you, you never know with him, but yeah, that, that one definitely watch. Uh, Waddle concerns me again, because I have him in oh, a handful of leagues and 
that shoulder injury against the uh, the Vikings last week did not look promising to start with. So, but I I'm hopeful that Waddle comes out because he has been practicing um, a little bit, and I believe I believe Tua's back this week. So if Tua's back, Waddle's ceiling is just like Chase through the roof. Yeah, I'm I'm more confident in Waddle and Chase playing this week than Keenan Allen. Uh, I love your point on Keenan Allen because I was going to come back and say I was reading that that you know they he was getting interviewed and and they the reporter had asked him, you know, are you willing to sit out another week? And Keenan Allen said absolutely. If I don't feel right, I'm going to sit out another week to make sure that I'm ready to go and fully healthy. So I think Keenan Allen's very iffy. I think Chase is fine. We went over this last week or two weeks ago when, when you, uh, when you said the, the new uh, injury designations, any, anytime there's a limited participant in practice, questionable. Anytime they don't do anything fully, questionable. So I, I think Chase is fine. Yeah, the Waddle injury concerns me a little bit. He got up and he was cradling that shoulder, but uh, fingers crossed he can play. I haven't heard any real negative reports coming out of Miami, so I guess we can be hopeful there, but I think you're 100% right on Keenan Allen, and honestly, I, I do not think he's going to gonna play this week. I think he's going to end up sitting out one more week uh, and to try to, to, to get fully healthy. So, well, th- that definitely uh, bears watching. See, nice to see CeeDee Lamb back at practice. Obviously, with, with Dak back, CeeDee Lamb's ceiling goes through the roof. So, a couple of big tight end injuries, too, Aldo. Darren Waller and Mark Andrews both did not practice Thursday. You know what? Cameron, I, I had Cameron Brate listed as well as a do not practice. Pat Fryer moved. Pat Fryermuth uh, returned to practice. He should play. But I want to talk about Waller and Mark Andrews because Waller has missed time the last couple of years, but Mark Andrews has been a rock in fantasy lineups. And he was even, you know, challenging Kelsey there for the, the, the tight end one slot in fantasy. That has got to be worrying, worrisome for any, any Andrews owners. That is Thursday, and he is still not practiced this week. I am an Andrews owner, and I was doing some reading on that because I got the notification that he had missed two days of practice. And uh, for the most part, what it read was that it was mostly uh, basically a rest day, basically getting him ready for um, the, the matchup against Cleveland. But anytime you see any type of limited, you know that he's a little sore, he's a little banged up. Um, and hopefully it, it doesn't progress to get worse. I don't think it's enough to keep him out of the lineup to play. Um, but it is kind of concerning that, you know, as, as soon as you get an injury designation at any point in the season for any of these guys, I mean, this is what, this is one of the most physical games on earth and it's not just going to go away. I mean, you have a seven day turnaround and when you play on Thursdays or Mondays, I mean, it, it's, it's shorter. So um, it is definitely something to keep an eye on as, as the season progresses. But for now, I don't think it's anything major, at least let's hope. Cause yeah, he, I think actually that he is the number one option. Um, maybe not after Kelsey's four touchdown per- 
performance. What was it last? Not last week, but the week before. But I mean, I know he's right there. He he's posted seven catches for over 80 yards in uh, four of six games this year, which is very impressive for a tight end. Yeah. Shout out to Travis Kelsey for his four touchdowns, allowing me to barely by the skin of my teeth sneak by my buddy Tyler Erickson in the Can You Listener League by three points. So thank you, Travis Kelsey. Uh, I think you're right with Andrews. The Wednesday was a was a rest day, but usually they'll at least practice in a limited capacity Thursday. He didn't practice at all. I'm not saying that that's, you know, necessarily because it's worse than we thought, but definitely if you have Andrews, keep an eye on tomorrow's practice reports. Cause if he doesn't practice tomorrow, I think there's a real chance he misses this week, but I hope you're right Al, because I have Andrews too in some leagues and there's no replacing him. Obviously if he doesn't play, I think Isaiah likely could be a good streaming option for anyone that doesn't have a top tight end or has Andrews and needs someone to fill in, but fingers crossed here that, uh, that he plays and Waller too. I mean, he's, he's obviously missed some time this year already, but if you drafted Waller, you probably drafted him as what a top four tight end top five. Definitely, definitely a top six, most likely a top five. Yeah. So, I mean, you were counting on him to put up high end tight end one numbers that hasn't happened. And so hopefully he can get back soon, but that's a couple of, a couple of big names. I mean, usually when we do these injury lists, you know, we might have one tight end, you know, Hayden Hurst is questionable, something like that. You know, one of the streaming guys, but seeing, seeing two, uh, two firm tight end ones in there is, uh, is never fun. So, well, that's all I got for the injury list. Al, you want to, uh, take a little break here and come back and do some start sits. Absolutely. You know what it is? This is a big bye week This is one of the biggest ones. Um, there's, there's a lot going on with injuries. Uh, I think there's going to be a lot of start sit questions. I, I really wish we could have got on on Tuesday to talk about the waiver wire. Cause this was, this was a huge week, probably the biggest week so far in the waiver wire, uh, in all of my leagues so far. So, but, uh, we'll definitely take a look here and see what we got for start sits and, uh, We'll check it out. All right. Well, we will be right back with some great start sits. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, took a quick break there. Uh, There's a lot of injuries to go over there. And, you know, now, now we get to get to the, the fun part, the part that we really enjoy talking about here. Um, and as mentioned in the, in the first part of the podcast here, uh, you know, that there's a lot of teams on by this week, a lot of injuries. Um, the, the waiver wire was a, a huge, uh, a, probably the, the most important so far through the season. So uh, there are a lot of guys that have been getting picked up lately. Alec Pierce, um, Raheem Mostert, who really wasn't being started that much. Brian Robinson Jr. back. Uh, you know, there, we have a lot of questions involving these guys. And with the quarterback play that's been going on, you know, there's guys like Geno Smith, Jared Goff, uh, guys that nobody really drafted that, people are wondering if or contemplating, so to say, to play over guys like Russell Wilson. And uh, I mean, there's multiple guys on here. So uh, we're, we're really excited to go through this list. We got quite the list. I believe that we got over 20 questions coming at you. So um, Nick, if you want to bring us into this, you know, I, I'm excited to start talking about this. It's been two weeks. So let's see what we got. Yeah. Let's uh, let's start off with some quarterback ones. I got some, 
got some good ones here for you. Um, Matt Ryan or Jimmy Garoppolo this week? Oh, wow. Uh, Matt Ryan had a huge week last week. Uh, I, I feel like, you know, a lot of people are going to look at him as, as a hot hand. Uh, Tennessee really doesn't have that great of a, a pass defense. And, you know, with Taylor still maybe a little banged up, not 100%, they might, they might lean towards the air a little bit there. And Jimmy Garoppolo playing the Chiefs, you know, that, that could be an interesting situation. Normally, run first offense, and, you know, he hasn't looked all that terrible, but he also hasn't looked great. Um, obviously, this has to be a bye week situation or an injury situation. But I think, and this maybe I'm a little biased because I am going this route because I have the guy. I am going to say that Matt Ryan, I would go with Matt Ryan here. I agree. I actually would go with Matt Ryan too. Now these, these next two actually interest me quite a bit because they involve a guy that's been really hot to start the season, had a bit of a down week last week, uh, but he's been really hard to stop really hot to start the season. Excuse me. Uh, And we're, we're, seeing if you'd start him over two guys that were great, but are coming back from injuries. So Al, would you start Geno Smith or Tua this week? Geno Smith is playing the chargers and Tua is playing Pittsburgh. Oof, that's a, that's tough. Um, you know what? I'm, I am going to actually go kind of a, a different direction with this. And I am going to say Geno Smith. Um, just with the luck that the dolphins have had at quarterback lately. I mean, if, if you actually look at it, the one game, Teddy Bridgewater comes in to start, he makes it one play and goes out with, with a, a head injury. And then Skylar Thompson comes in. I think he got hurt. And then Teddy Bridgewater comes in against the Vikings. Uh, I mean, this is, this is tough, but you know, I'm just not going to trust Tua until I see that he is in fact, a hundred percent and and he's going to be able to play through a full game. I mean, nobody really knows what's going to happen here with him. So I'm, I mean, Geno Smith has looked great and I think that it's going to be a shootout against the chargers and he, he's a great streaming option right now. I agree. I actually would go Geno Smith on that one too. So that being said, Geno Smith against the chargers or Dak Prescott against Detroit. Oof. That's, that is another, that is another tough one, but I'm going to lean Geno Smith again because I don't know what Dak's going to look like. I, I don't know if he's 100%. I don't know if there's going to be a little rust there. Um, and I've always said, go with the hot hand, you know, pl- play what you got to do. And if, if what, what happens if Dak comes out and, and he re-aggravates his injury in the first quarter? Well, now you now you feel terrible. Cause now you go, Oh, I could have, I could have put up a, at least a 15 spot with the floor of Geno Smith. And, and now I got two points out of Dak because he was dinged up. So I'm going to, I'm going to stick with Geno Smith. This one, I will have to disagree with you on. I, I got to go Dak on this one. I think Dak's going to come back and have a big week, uh, but I do really like Geno Smith this week. And if you were able to pick him up early in the season, I think he going forward is a, is a good weekly play great streamer. So I can't, I can't, you know, I can't say you're wrong, uh, but I got to go with Dak on this one. Al, we got some running back, some very interesting uh, uh, running back starts. It's here. Obviously some, some injuries going on. There's some 
backfield issues. So let's just jump right into it. Latavius Murray or Kenyon Drake? Oh, wow. Um, you know, I did see that uh, the Broncos head coach had a good sit down with Melvin Gordon, um, and he did name Melvin Gordon the starter. So I have to believe with, with what I know from football, I think it, it they're playing head games with Gordon right now to make him realize that he hasn't been his best self. I think they're trying to get him, you know, get everything they can out of him before they let him go. And I, I think Melvin comes out and, and has a decent week. I, I don't know if I would say that he's going to be a, a viable RB2 this week, but um, I, I think Gordon gets the bulk of the carries. So I am going to say Kenyon Drake is my guy, and I don't think Dobbins plays. And after last week, I think they're going to give Drake the ball. I agree with you on that one, actually. Um, and I, I forgot to say it. Kenyon Drake is playing Cleveland and wait, where was I? Yeah. Ken, Kenyon Drake is playing Cleveland and Latavius Murray is playing the jets. Obviously the jets have been great this year on defense. Uh, Cleveland's got a good defense too, but I got I, I I'm going to have to go Kenyon Drake on that one too. I agree with you. I don't think Dobbins plays. And I think Drake has, has a lot more opportunity to, uh, to be the bell cow this week. How about this one? Brian Robinson. Or Jeff Wilson. Brian Robinson is playing Green Bay. And Jeff Wilson is playing. Where is Jeff Wilson on here? Why, why can't In I Kansas City. Is, is playing Kansas City. Thank you on that one. So Brian Robinson or Jeff Wilson? Jeff Wilson, and it's not even close. Um, Brian Robinson is for sure touchdown dependent. Um, <clears throat> Rivera come out and said that he wants to get Gibson the, more involved. Uh, Brian Robinson did it. I mean, I think he had 17 rushes last week for 60 yards and a touchdown. Not a bad outing. And Jeff Wilson had his worst fantasy day in, oh, God, all year. I mean, it, it wasn't even close. I think he had like 25 rushing yards or something. Um, but I think he has a bounce back week, even against the Chiefs. So I, I am going to go out and say that Jeff Wilson has a bounce back week. And I, I can see him potentially being a, a top 10 running back this week. Oh yeah. I agree with you. I think, I think Jeff Wilson's going to bounce back in a mean way. I mean, obviously the week before Jeff Wilson was, you know, what would I believe a top five running back. So I see a big bounce back for him. How about this one then Jeff Wilson against Kansas city or David Montgomery against new England. I, I'm going to stick with Jeff Wilson. New England's defense has been un, unreal this year. And I'm, I, I'm going to struggle with the bears putting up any points. And I, I don't, I know Montgomery is a, you know, he could be a, a running back one any given week. He is their offense, but with Justin Fields, there potentially taking away some, you know, some rushing ability at the, you know, in the, in the red zone, that kind of stuff. I'm just going to lean towards again, Jeff Wilson, potentially being a running back one this week. I, I have to agree there too. And I love David Montgomery. I really do. But New England has a very good defense and ugh, I see it being a lopsided game, even with, you know, the quarterback issues, Bailey Zappi, even if Bailey Zappi plays this week, I think they won't have a problem scoring. So I think they're going to get up early and, you know, who knows what's going to happen with Montgomery then. So we'll, we'll see on that one. Uh, back to Brian Robinson, Al. Would you do Brian Robinson this week or A.J. Dillon? A.J. Dillon is playing Washington. 
which obviously means Brian Robinson is playing Green Bay. Well, that's tough. That is really tough because, I mean, Dylan hasn't been, you know, what we originally thought he was going to be this year. They really have put a lot of touches in the hands of Aaron Jones and not really gone that 50 50 or, you know, situation we, we thought. So um, this is going to be a, a little more dependent on what I think is going to happen. And I think the Packers come out and absolutely wipe the floor with, with Washington, especially now that uh, Carson Wentz is out. So I'm going to go out and say that AJ Dillon probably going to get more, more work this week. And Aaron Jones is going to be probably looking halfway through the third to be basically non-existent because the Packers are going to be up. So I I'll, I'll say Dylan. Oh, that's a tough one for me. I'm actually going to go Brian Robinson on this one. I don't know. It's just, you know, I love AJ Dillon. You know, this God, how many times did I tell you guys before the year I was, I was, I was beating the drum on, on AJ Dillon. And I still think he's just extremely talented. It's, it's just tough to, to know his, his volume from week to week. Uh, but I do, I do agree a hundred percent with your point. I mean, if green Bay gets, gets way up on Washington, then I do think there's going to be a lot more Dylan than, than Aaron Jones. So we'll see if that happens. I mean, green Bay's really, really struggled this year, but I wouldn't doubt it. All right. Last running back one. Now a couple of rookies here for you and a couple of guys that have played extremely well lately. Would you go Kenneth Walker against the chargers or Damon Pierce against Las Vegas? I'm going to go Ken Walker. I, I, I think their offense is a lot better. Um, Tyler Lockett's out <clears throat> or potentially out, which could open up some, some more room for Walker to get involved in the passing game. And, and you know, I mean, they, they basically came out after Penny's out and say, Hey, we're, we're going to, we're going to utilize Walker. And last week he had a great week. And I think that he continues to, to move forward in that, in that sense and become a, an NFL running back. And I think that pretty soon we're going to be talking about him as a must start. So I, I'm going to go Walker. I think we're going to be talking about both these guys as a must start. Honestly, for me, this one is a, is so close. It's a toss up. If you're actually having trouble fitting them both into your lineup, you have an extremely good team. Although Al, you know, we struggle in, in our league with no flexes with uh, having too many good running backs and not being able to start them. It's uh, honestly, I, I don't think you can go wrong with either of these running backs this week. I think they're going to both be running back ones. I'm going to take Damon Pierce, but I'm starting both of these guys in all the leagues I have them in. So I, I think they both except, produce except one, except one <laughs> that. Yeah. Except one where, we would have to either sit McCaffrey or Barkley uh, because we're in an at a league that has no flexes. So yeah, that's rough. All right. Let's talk some receivers, Al. You know, the, the, the ones that, that I got for you here, this first one, a couple of guys that are more streaming options, but like you said, with bye weeks coming up and injuries, you know, so people might have the, you know, have, have this question. So would you start Alec Pierce? against Tennessee or Romeo Dubes is it Dubes or Dobbs against Washington? Nobody really knows. I don't think, uh, but 
this is a this is a good question. I mean, Rogers is is kind of been targeting uh, Dubs or Dubs or whatever, however we want to call them. Maybe we should just call them Dubs. That that's more fun, Doobie. But uh, you know, I I think that by the end of the season, uh, Doobie is going to be Rogers' go-to guy. Um, but I think for this week, and you know what, a lot of people are are really high on Alec Pierce and everybody. Oh, he, he had a couple great weeks. If it wasn't for that late, I think it was like a 39-yard touchdown last week, Pierce did absolutely nothing. Uh, Paris Campbell came in, into the, you know, in, into that passing attack and really, um, you know, he looked good. So I, I think that if they go back to a, a full on rushing attack, Pierce's value goes down, but I don't know if we're going to see that this week. Like I just said, I, I took Matt Ryan in my start. So in this situation, I think I am going to lock in on Pierce. Uh, yeah, that's tough. I mean, I feel like they both have about an equal opportunity to you know get snaps producing their respective offenses i'm gonna go alec pierce too there uh how about this one now alec pierce or michael gallup who will be playing detroit and have Dak prescott back oof 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 you know what i'll, I'll go out and i'll say gallup i gotta go gallup there too i mean just the matchup is great uh, you know, just Detroit's defense has given up a ton of points this year. And I think uh, with that coming back, it only helps Michael Gallup. All right. How about Michael Gallup or Wandale Robinson finally back uh, last week? And with all the injuries there, I think he should get a, a pretty good shot this week playing Jacksonville. The, the Giants. Oh, their receiving core is. A mess. It's been awful all season. Um, I think Robinson, now that he's back, you know, I think it's still going to take him a game or two to get into the swing of things. So, um, you know, this is, this is, this is tough for me because Robinson could go off. He could be the number one guy there this week, but I I think I'm going to have to lean Gallup. Like you said, Detroit's defense has been awful. I mean, their, their games have been 42 to, 38 and I mean it just non-stop points 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 so I think Gallup has a really good chance of getting in the end zone I, I gotta agree I, I'm going Gallup there all day I, I Wandale Robinson is a ton of talent you know he's uh, an explosive receiver but you know he's been hurt all year obviously you could see a little bit of the rust last week uh, he's gonna have opportunity but I'd like to see it before I am sticking him in my lineups Michael Gallup or Brandon Cooks, fresh off the bye, but he has uh, kind of struggled this year, surprisingly. Who are you going there? I'm going Cooks. I th- I think uh, he, just his volume. You know, I mean, I'm just going to take a look here quick. Um, Cooks so far this year, he's been targeted no less than six times each game. Um, and one of these one of these games, he's going to have to get into the end zone or you know, put, put up over a hundred yards receiving. I mean, there's just no doubt. And Vegas has really struggled. Um, I, I think this is two bad teams going at it. I don't think either defense is very good. So this could be a high scoring matchup. Um, and I, I think a lot of it's going to be done through the air. Uh, I, I think Vegas can get up quick on these guys and they're going to have to, they're going to have to throw the ball a ton. So I'm going to go cooks. Uh, 
I've been, you know, I've been on the cooks train since the preseason. So I'm going to, I'm going to stay on that. I'm, I'm going to go Brandon cooks there too. All right. One more receiver one L couple of guys that, you know, we like Rashad Bateman against Cleveland or Jerry Judy against the jets. This, this I don't like this question <laughs> at all. Uh, no, I Bate- know it's a tough one, but Hey, that's the whole point, right? Exactly. I mean, Bateman, this is tough because these are both guys you drafted early. You drafted them to be running or running backs. Yeah. What am I talking about? Wide receiver twos, you know, with, with wide receiver one potential. Um, and, and that, and that's something that you really have to take into consideration each and every week because you, you know what they are. You know, this isn't a guy like, you know, neither one of these guys are like Darnell Mooney where, you know, he posted zeros and, you know, wasn't really getting targeted. What it comes down to, is Judy's getting targeted. Bateman's coming off a, a bad injury with his foot. I mean, he, he missed a, a ton of practice. He missed games. Um, and I don't know if he's going to be 100%. And if Mark Andrews plays, Mark Andrews is the number one guy there. Um, now, the other thing is if Russell Wilson misses time and he's not the guy throwing the ball, well, we've all seen what happens in Denver. So it, it neither one of these is an ideal situation. I would like to put both these guys on my bench, but I truly think that Jerry Judy has the upper hand in, in this specific question. I'm, I'm, I'm going Judy there too. I don't think Bateman is fully healthy. They haven't come out and said whether he's going to play yet. He has been practicing in a limited capacity, as we said earlier. So obviously that could be a, a moot point if Bateman doesn't play but even if he does i don't think he's 100 so i gotta go judy i got one tight end one here for you al uh, kind of an interesting one i got gerald everett or bobby tunyon bobby tunyon finally starting to see a little volume last week where are you going there i'm gonna go everett i'm gonna stay with the guy that's been involved the most i know that he missed some practice this week um but they they said that he got a full practice in today with Keenan Allen out, I mean, there's just, there's two guys in that offense that um, I really trust. And I believe you said earlier that Josh Palmer was also on that DNP list. So if, if Josh Palmer's out now, they're, they're really going to be, you know, grabbing for the bottom of the barrel for other receivers that who's going to get the targets. So I'm going to go Everett. And I I think he has the potential to be a, a tight end one every week in that offense. So I, I think if you have Everett, depending on who you have else you play him. Yeah, I got to agree with you on that. I, I, I just can't trust Robert Tunyon. I, you know, he's actually been pretty good this, this year. (laughs) I mean, he had 10 catches last week, 12 targets, but if you look week five, four targets, four catches week four, two catches, two targets. So, I mean, the volume is not always there. Gerald Everett, I think is going to get a lot more volume. Like you said, Josh Palmer might not play. Keenan Allen might not play. If that's the case, I mean, there's going to be a, a lot of passes going to Eckler, Everett, Mike Williams. You know, the, the the quarterbacks are obviously going to key in on Mike Williams, maybe opening up Everett over the middle. So I think Jared Everett is a tight end one this week. And honestly, a borderline tight end one going forward. Let's end it with a, a fun one, Alan. I believe a friend asked this, you know, for asked Al about this one. No, no, actually, this is Al's question. So, Al, I'll let you go first on this one. Pick two. Keenan Allen, Brandon Cooks, 
or Alec Pierce? Well, I, I think I kind of answered my own question talking about Keenan Allen potentially not playing. So I think, you know, I, I had a, I, I think Cooks is a must start here in this situation. Um, and if Allen plays, I, I think I have to play him. You know, I, I think you have to play Keenan Allen if he plays. So, I mean, I, I do like Pierce. I think it, he has a, a decent matchup this week with a, with a terrible pass defense. But, um, you know, it, it's, it's tough all around because if you're going to trust Pierce, you, you got to go all in on him. So I, I, I think I would say if Keenan Allen plays, it, it'd be Cooks and Allen. But obviously there's a chance that Allen doesn't play. So might be stuck with just the two that are there. Yeah, Brandon Cooks is is the one that I'm, you know, definitely locking in the lineup. And then I think I would, uh, I'd put Keenan Allen in, but definitely keep an eye on, you know, his status. I didn't look to see what time he plays. Uh, what time is that? Is that chargers game? Do they play a late game this week? Cause obviously that could be a factor. If he's, if he's playing a late game, you might just want to play Pierce, play it safe. Uh, but if Keenan Allen's playing, you got to have him in your lineup. So injury obviously makes it tough on that one. Yeah, you, you you make a good point there, Nick, because the the Chargers play the three twenty five game, and the Colts play at twelve, and Houston plays at three oh five. So you almost have to look at it from a standpoint that, hey, if if Allen's a game time decision, you got to sit, you got to sit that down. But if you have a guy that, you know, say you're looking at, you have Chase Claypool or Deontay Johnson playing the the Sunday night game, you know, you might be able to sit one of those guys for Keenan Allen. But other than that, I don't. I think it's tough to, to have a decision to make when your guy plays that game and all your other guys play at noon. So you make a valid point there. I, I like that. I actually agree 100% with that. I would say as you're checking your lineups for the noon games, if Keenan Allen is still on the injury report and is going to be a game time decision, we won't know until their, you know, their final report comes out. I say you got to sit him because I think right now he's 50, 50, or maybe even less to play. I mean, it just sounds iffy when he, when he's out there saying, yeah, I'm willing to sit another game to make sure I'm healthy. That doesn't really instill confidence in me that he's going to play. I think he's going to test it out in warmups. And if he feels good, he'll play, but you can't take that chance. And if, if they're your only options and now, if you have someone else on your roster that you can put in there, fine. But otherwise, you just can't risk that. So great point. Love it. Agree with you 100%. You know, one thing before we wrap this show up today, <clears throat> Nick, the, the first thing I want to say is, you know, thank you for hopping on. It feels really good to get back on and, and talk about this. Um, it, it's very soothing. You know, it, it's a relaxing time. It's not stressful. Um, and spoiler alert, Christian McCaffrey just got traded to dun, dun, dun the San Francisco 49ers as we speak Christian what? McCaffrey just got traded to the San Francisco 49ers you serious Clark this second McCaffrey has been dealt unbelievable oh, ho, ho, ho. unbelievable now for all you McCaffrey owners out there Nick you and I included I think you need to take him out of your lineups right now I think McCaffrey needs to be put aside for the week that is that that is unbelievable i mean i i was getting ready to talk about how we don't have to watch the minnesota vikings this weekend and everybody can go out and finalize getting their deer stands ready for deer season but 
oh, wow. I think, I think we need to take five minutes and talk about this. I did not see that coming. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, that's crazy. I mean, obviously we're going to, going to have to wait and see uh, what comes out of that. With running backs, I will say this though. The playbook for a running back is a lot. Le- I, <laughs> I think he's going to play this week, but I think he, his usage might not be as high. So well, very you, limited capacity. Well, luckily in the league that we have McCaffrey and we have, we, we have Ramondre Stevenson, Ken Walker and Clyde Edwards, Alaire that we could put in. Uh, so it's not as big of an issue, but I think in, in a lot of leagues, you might not have a better option. So that, no, and- that, that's going, crazy. Going forward, I'm sorry to cut you off, Nick, but of all the teams I thought he would have went to, I thought for sure the Buffalo Bills were going to reach out. I I really thought that there was a chance just because they're a high passing offense. McCaffrey is a you know he's a receiving back. He's going to a run first offense now, which McCaffrey is yeah, a great but, runner. Don't get me wrong, but he's going to a team with a dump down quarterback. I mean, Jimmy Garoppolo loves that man. I mean, come on. You know who's really bad for? It's really bad for Jeff Wilson owners. Terrible if you've got, uh, you know, any any of the San Francisco uh, running backs. Because, I mean, as long as McCaffrey's healthy, he's going to take the lion's share of that, that workload. So. Oh, absolutely. I mean, That's it, crazy. It's, he is. It, this is not anything I would have ever thought was going to happen. Wow, no, that is. that. That's some crazy stuff right there. So, I, but like we said, all you McCaffrey owners, this is something to monitor because, I mean, it, it is Thursday night at it currently ten twenty. Yeah, I mean, if you if you have if you have a decent option, you might want to swap McCaffrey out. Yes, because there is a chance that he does not play over fifty percent of the snaps week this week. So uh, keep an eye on that. Do some digging and and find out. But uh, yeah, boy, is that a that is some big news there. Yeah, I got to I'm going to have to digest this one. Uh, that's that is pretty crazy. Uh, I do. I do have one thing to say. I would like to apologize to anyone in our dynasty league that Cody Mann has been sending awful trades out for. Uh, just know that Al and I weren't sending those. That was all Cody. Cody, I love you, but uh, those are some awful trades. And, you know. I had to rip on you a little bit. I just noticed that, you know, we're, we're to the end of the show here and I hadn't ripped on you enough. So I, ha- I had to toss a couple barbs your way, but, uh, Al, I think, I think that's good for tonight. I think, uh, I think we're going to wrap this one up. Um, I, you know, thanks for getting on with me. I always love talking to you crazy about that McCaffrey trade, uh, for everyone listening, please, please, please. If you have any questions going into the weekend, Make sure to reach out to us on social media, Instagram, and Facebook. Can you fantasy football? If you have any uh, trade questions, any waiver wire questions, any lineup questions, shoot them over. We will try to get back to you as, uh, as quickly as we can. Uh, a lot of you have our, our cell phone numbers, you know, give us a call, shoot us a text. We, we always love hearing from you. So Al, Anything, uh, anything else uh, for the night? No, just uh, make sure you check those lineups. If you have any of those players we mentioned on the injury report, follow them over the next two days. And uh, hey, good luck this week. And for all you guys, like I was going to say, uh, or gals, I should also mention, um, get out there, check your deer stands. There will be no Minnesota Vikings football this week. And we are looking forward to 
uh, hanging out next week. All right. Goodbye. <laughs> Thank you.